Welcome to the Empowered Life with Life Coach Terry Holland. It's time to live the life you deserve. Hey guys, thanks for joining me today. You are listening to episode 39 of the Empowered Life. If it's your first time joining me, then welcome. I'm glad you're here. And if this is your 39th visit, then thank you so much for sticking with me. If you haven't already left me a five-star review, please take a moment to pause this recording and leave your five-star review on iTunes now. The reason being is that the more five-star reviews I get, the higher I rank in iTunes. And the higher I rank, the more people can find me so that I can help them to live a truly empowered life just like you. All right, so what are we going to talk about today? Today, I want to talk to you about goal setting. And I know, I know goal setting can be kind of dry and you probably think you've heard it all before. That's what I think when people tell me we're going to talk goal setting. But I want to talk to you about goal setting in a way that you might not have heard before. We're going to look at it a little bit differently. And more specifically, I want to talk to you about why some goals fail. Why some goals fail and why some seem to happen easily and effortlessly and what makes that difference. Okay, so would that be of interest of you to learn how to make powerful goals, to set goals that you're more likely to achieve in your future? I think so. So let's start with why some goals fail, where they go wrong. And let's talk about SMART goals. You've probably heard about SMART goals before, but if you haven't, I want to review it just in case. Okay, SMART, it's an acronym. S, specific. Your goal has to be specific so that you know exactly what it is you want. You're very clear about what you want. M, measurable. Your goal has to be measurable so that you know when you've achieved it. So for example, if your weight loss goal is to, I don't know, if your goal is to lose weight, then you can't just state it as you want to lose weight. You have to know exactly how much weight you want to lose. And even more specifically, to get specific with your goal would be to state the exact weight you'd like to be. So that's measurable. It has to be attainable, meaning that it has to be something that you can do. And not only attainable, the other A I like to use is as if. You act as if you already have it. You state your goal as if you already have it. Now, a few episodes back, we talked about I am statements. This is where the I am comes in. You state your goal as if it's already happening. So if my goal was to be 150 pounds, that's specific, it's measurable, and I'm going to state it as if I am 150 pounds. Got it? Cool. So that's our A. R, it has to be realistic. It has to be realistic. So if my weight loss goal was to be 90 pounds, not very realistic, not very healthy. It's probably not ecological for me to get down to a 90 pounds. Probably not in my best interest. So it has to be realistic. And then T, time. It has to be time-based. So when would you like to accomplish your goal by? So if we use this weight loss goal that I started with as an example, then my time would be when I'd expect to achieve that goal. And the time frame has to be realistic. So if I was sitting at 250 pounds right now, and I said, 
I am 150 pounds and it's January 1st, well, being that it is November 15th today, I'm going to say that that's not very realistic or attainable or healthy. So it has to be a time frame that fits all the parameters of the SMART goal. That's our SMART goal. Okay, so how are you going to state your goal? You're going to write your goal out like this. It is, and then you're going to put the date. So if I'm using that weight loss goal as the example again, I could say something like, it is December 1st, 2016, and I am, there's our I am statement, I am 150 pounds. Right? That works, right? But I don't think that's quite good enough. So I think we need to infuse some positive emotions in there. Because here's the thing, and here's one of the reasons goals fail. Well, the first reason is that people don't set it as a SMART goal. The second reason is that they don't set it as if it's already happening. The third reason goals fail, the third reason is that it's not connected to an emotion. So when you're, when you're talking about your goal, when you're writing it down, when you're thinking about it, evoke some emotions that you'll experience when you achieve that goal. So excitement, enthusiasm, healthy, um, exuberant, elated, whatever it is, whatever positive states that you can imagine yourself feeling at the time that you reach your goal. So a better way to state that goal would be to say, it is now December 1st, 2016, and I am excited, feeling healthy and overjoyed to be 150 pounds. That has a whole different energy to it, doesn't it? You can probably feel that difference. And whatever goal you're working on, you'll feel that shift in the goal when you infuse it with some positive energy. And here's the trick to that. Here's why that works. Because once you've connected that positive feeling, that positive energy to your goal, and you send that out into the universe, well, the universe is all energy. Everything is energy. And when you send out that positive energy out there with your goal attached to it, guess it's going to come back to you. And you'll feel that you are in line with laws of attraction and that you are activating the law of attraction when you feel that energy shift in your body as you're stating your goal. So that's another reason goals fail is that they simply aren't connected to a positive energy. The other reason goals fail, and here's a big one. This is a big one, guys. We talk a lot about positive thinking. Positive thinking is important, don't get me wrong. But let's say you have this goal, and let's say your goal is to be a millionaire. Make a million dollars in a year. And you set your SMART goal, you set it as an I am statement, you connect it to all the positive feel-good feelings that you're going to feel the moment you accomplish your goal, and you're saying all the right positive things around it, and you're positively thinking about being a millionaire, you're stating it in the present, 
guess what happens if in the back of your mind, you're doubting yourself. In the back of your mind, what you're saying to yourself is, is that really going to happen? A million dollars is a lot of money to make this year. And I know what's in your bank account right now. And you are nowhere close to making that. Guess what happens? You create an internal conflict and your goal gets further away. So here's the thing about goals and belief. The biggest reason I think people fail at reaching their goals is they don't believe that the goal is possible. They say the right things. They state it the right way. It's realistic. It's attainable. It's measurable. It's time-based. They have everything in place, except they don't believe that it can happen. And when you don't believe it, you set your goal off track. So let's imagine a plane for a moment. We're taking off from a plane in a plane and we're going from Vancouver where I am. And we'd like to get to, let's say we're going to Hawaii because Hawaii sounds pretty good to me right now. So we're getting on a plane at the Vancouver airport and we're going to Hawaii. And let's say as that plane takes off, the pilot is one degree off course. One degree doesn't seem like a big deal, right? One degree. Well, what happens when a plane is one degree off course when they start out is that the further the distance that they're traveling, the further off course they'll get. And they'll end up possibly 600% off course. 600%. So we could end up anywhere. Who knows what difference that would make if we're taking off from Vancouver, heading to Hawaii. We could end up somewhere in the middle of the ocean. We could end up in Indonesia. I don't know, maybe Australia, maybe Antarctica. Who knows? Who knows where we end up? So when you have a goal and you're setting out for it and you have a clear idea of where it is you want to go, but that belief just isn't quite 100%. Let's say your belief is 99% in the goal. Where are you going to end up? We don't know. We don't know where you're going to end up. You're going to end up, who knows, somewhere else. And maybe you'll achieve something that's kind of cool or something similar or something that's still, you know, exciting. But we don't know. We don't know what that'll look like. So think for a moment about goals that you've set in the past and if you've achieved them or not. And the ones that you have achieved I want you to think back to before the goal, before you actually accomplished it, how strong was your belief that you would do it? So if my goal is something small, say I wake up in the morning and my goal is to go for a 20 minute walk with my dog. That's pretty doable. That's a pretty safe goal. My belief in it is pretty solid that it's going to happen. So there's really no way I could fail at that goal. That's a pretty simple one to achieve because my belief, it doesn't, it doesn't challenge my belief system that I could accomplish a 20 minute walk with my dog in the morning. I mean, it's pretty much a no brainer to me. But let's say my goal was to run a marathon within four weeks. Well, that might challenge my belief system a little bit more. There's more room for doubt to creep in there than for me to go for a 20 minute walk. So think about the goals 
that you've accomplished and the ones you haven't accomplished and just sort of take note of where your beliefs were around that goal. If you believed that you could do it or not do it. Now, the other reason goals fail is that we're focusing so much on positive thinking. We don't really talk about creating a compelling, compelling picture of that goal an image, an internal representation of the goal that you want. So it's all well and good to think positively, but that's really only one piece of it. So I want you to also think about how you feel when you accomplish your goal. We've talked about that one a bit. What will you see when you accomplish your goal? What will you hear? Who will be with you when you accomplish it? And how will you know when you accomplished it? What will be the last thing that has to happen for you to know that you've reached your goal? Is this making sense? So it's not so cut and dry as simply just writing down a goal and going after it. And then are you guys ready for the kicker? The absolute number one reason why goals fail is action. Now, if you've been listening to my podcast for a while, this isn't coming as a surprise to you because we've talked about action. We've talked about it a few times, and I'm going to go back to my favorite analogy of the piano. So let's say I bought a grand piano, a beautiful grand piano, and I sit it in my living room, and every day I think about playing the most beautiful music in the world, and I picture myself on stage playing in the most amazing concert halls around the world. And beautiful music is just pouring out through my fingertips. And I can imagine this every single day. Every day. And it could be a smart goal for me. And it could be visually compelling. And I could have all the emotions attached to it. But if I never get up and sit down at the piano and start playing and practicing I'm not going to get very far. In fact, I'm not going to go anywhere. Your goal has to have action. You have to do something about it. And the reason this keeps coming up is because this is so important. So many people out there, they want something. They can see it. They have all the tools. They have the resources they need. They believe they can do it. And then they don't actually get off their butts sit down at the piano and start to play. You have to take action and move. Okay, so those are our reasons why goals fail. To recap, goals fail because it's not a smart goal or it's not stated as a present tense, as in an I am statement. They fail because there's no positive emotion attached to them. They fail because the belief structure isn't there that you will accomplish it. And they fail because you don't take action. So how do you accomplish your goals? You simply do all those things. You set your SMART goal. You attach the positive, feel-good emotions to it. You create a really compelling internal representation of what that goal will look like when you get there. What it will sound like. What, who will be there with you. Create a picture of it. You have 100%, 100% belief that you will accomplish it because remember 99% isn't enough. Be 100%. And then you take action and you do something about it. 
That's how you're going to achieve your goals. Okay, so what do you do, though, if you're stuck? Maybe you don't have clarity on what you want. Maybe you're not sure how to create a really compelling goal for yourself. Because if you don't know what you want, how can you possibly know what you want? You have to know what you want before you know where you're going, right? Am I right? So that's where I come in. I would like to gift all of you listening with a 30-minute consultation with me where we can get really clear, really clear on what it is that you want and where you're going. So if that's of interest to you, then as soon as you're done listening to this, I want you to send me an email through my website. You're going to go to terryholland.ca. Click on the book appointment icon at the top of the page and book yourself in for a 30-minute consultation with me. And then we're going to get really clear on what it is you want. So that's it for today. Go out there and set your goals. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave me your five-star review. And if you want to leave me a message, you can reach me on Twitter at Terry H. Coaching or on Facebook at Terry Holland Coaching or again through the website. Thanks for listening today. And I hope you all have a truly empowered life.